the instructions this morning will be more of a review, which just a little bit that is, that is new. I want to invite us all to uh, check our posture. In a lot of traditions, the posture being erect and uh, has a very significant relationship to the settling and stabilizing of the mind. Again, in traditions with energetic models, the very uprightness of the posture evens out the energy body and can have a very direct result, much like in the Qigong, if you've noticed uh, some settling after that practice occurs. And then I'll say a little bit more about intention as a, a brief practice that we can use at the beginning of sessions or at times in the middle of sessions if we feel a need for some orientation. I like to think of intention in two broad ways. Um, We have to see what resonates with each of us. One dimension of intention is our most basic intention for why we do the practice. And to, to check into that at the beginning of a session can be very helpful. Just to remember one's deeper motivation. To bring that to mind for maybe 30 seconds or a minute. And then a second aspect of intention is more specific related to this particular session based on our sense of where our mind and heart and body are. What's a skillful self-guidance for this session? Again, it could be, as I was saying last night, it could be, I'm a little bit tight, let me focus more on relaxation and ease, or I'm pretty relaxed, but I'm not as focused. Maybe I need to have more of that quality of persistence or any of the different uh, tools and ways of working with uh, this practice of settling and stabilizing that we've mentioned. And it's this, uh, particularly the second aspect of intention which brings in, we might say, the wisdom dimension and connects it with our samadhi practice. It brings in that quality of um, knowing how we are, tracking how we are. And you can remember that, you know, in that um, uh, neuroscientific study that I cited, the people who developed the deepest in samadhi practice were those who actually could track carefully and make skilled assessments of their, of their states and make adjustments based on that. So that is really related to this uh, second aspect of intention and also really in terms of the larger teaching as a pointer 
of how uh, all of the aspects of the uh, Noble Eightfold Path are related, that the concentration or samadhi aspects very related to mindfulness, being able to track when we're off, related to the wisdom aspect of knowing what is appropriate intention. So we can start to see how these are all related and come to bear uh, in samadhi practice, not simply a matter of only focusing on the object, that's it, but these other dimensions of wisdom and mindfulness come in as well. So I'll invite just uh, a minute or two now for that summoning of intentions of those two kinds, and you'll have to see if that these, this is useful for you in your ongoing practice. <coughs> And then for the further instructions this morning, really just a remembering of some of those challenges to settling and stabilizing that I mentioned last night. I'll just mention those challenges and with each of them there are some possible skillful responses. So the first is if one's mind is very active thinking a lot, repetitive thoughts, a number of different ways we can work with that, ranging from using some labeling of the in and the out, engaging more fully with interest in the breath or whatever is the primary object. Sometimes telling a repetitive thought, not now, with firmness, but compassion. And if there's some unresolved issue that comes up repeatedly. Again, it can be skillful to actually give some attention to it near the end of the retreat from a meditative place, but not have it invade the retreat too much. 
can also be having the intention really to track for when I'm off the breath. The second challenge I mentioned was drowsiness or sleepiness. And again, in the course of the day, there are different things we can do. Sometimes it might, if there's, if the concentration is sometimes out of balance with the energy, we can do things to raise the energy, take a vigorous walk. If there's actually a, a need for rest and sleep, then to take a nap, to bring oneself back to being rested, if that's the case. <clears throat> we can stand up. In the midst, it's fine, again, in the middle of the sittings to stand up, sit back down, stand up again in the same session. It's really to help to be as alert as possible. If there's a fair amount of drowsiness, having the eyes open for a short time or sometimes for a good part of the sitting can be helpful. To, to being more alert. And the other thing is to know that it's common and even somewhat normal on the first or second day of the retreat to have some drowsiness or sleepiness. And if you just stay with the practice, this in time gets worked out. So not to worry too much, just to act skillfully as much as possible without judging oneself too much for whatever is happening. Again, as much as possible, just try to have a skillful response without, without being judgmental. <clears throat> the third challenge was that of, at times, uh, different material arises in experience that we sometimes bring under the rubric of purification. And again, to follow that general guideline of if something arising is sort of at moderate level or weaker, we let it be part of the background. If something is quite strong and has duration, then we would bring our mindfulness practice and often heart practices if it's something difficult into play. Might do that for 10 minutes, maybe what's happening passes. Then we go back to the samadhi practice. Again, if it's strong and has duration of 10 minutes or something like that. <clears throat> or if you know perhaps that there's, some, there's something coming. I gave the example of, of grief. You know, maybe we know, okay, there's some unresolved grief and it's just there and it's wise to be with it, attend to it. And maybe that takes a certain cycle and then we come back to the... <clears throat> the settling practice. So the fourth challenge was attachment to concentrated states. I think for us that particularly can relate to just tuning into one's motivation and expectations and being, being careful with that, which isn't so easy. But just being honest about your own motivation and expectations. And again, just staying as full as we can. 
in my experience, development in samadhi practice um, takes takes some time. But if we can be uh, energized and inspired, we can keep it going. And we'll be actually, in the course of the retreat, we won't be simply going from one kind of practice to another, but we'll be continuing the foundation of samadhi practice throughout the whole retreat. So there'll be a chance to really stay with this for the entire retreat, uh, at least in the second and third sections, at least in part. So I think having the long view and staying with it as fully as we can is a good way to approach this. And then the last of the challenges I mentioned is that of sort of unbalanced effort or striving. And again, we just want to track for that. We can be aware of the balance of what I was calling active and receptive effort. And if effort is a word that's overly charged, as it is for many of us, we can use the word energy. Or some other word which relates to that um, continually coming back and having a skillful response. That's really what this is pointing to. Can I have a skillful response in the moment to what's happening? And here it's especially to have a little bit of tracking for that balance of both receptive energy, receptive being with the breath or the other object, and more active. So the active aspect is the connecting with the breath, the continually connecting. It's the tracking when we're off. It's at times a a fuller and deeper engagement and interest with the breath or the primary object. It can have that quality of devotion or interest or even appreciation and love for the breath. For many people that resonates. And then the more receptive dimension means letting ourselves be taken by the breath. Letting ourselves open with ease and a kind of allowing with the breath or the primary object. appreciating and even respecting this continual movement of the breath, this mystery that's there, and letting it be connected and even wet in a way with our awareness. So with that overview, my suggestion is to see maybe one or two of those pointers resonate with you, not to do too many, just one or two, and see if those can give some guidance for this session and the the day of practice. We'll be continuing with the settling, stabilizing practice for for the entire day. To see if one of those resonates, reflect on it for a moment, and then we can just continue with our practice.
So again, <clears throat> good morning. So we have some time if there are any uh, questions or observations.